Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood along with Tepper, a grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan. Blues to some, brother to one. Uh, I'm Chris, and I'm working my way to get back to you. I'm Connor, and I'm all gothed out today and quite pleased with it. Hell yeah. And I'm Tepper, and I'm actually excited to watch a movie today. Holy uh, shit. Surprise. It's another Shauna uh, uh, Connor joint. <laughs> we <No>! took over! <laughs> uh, we secretly listed it. Sister Act 2. A... <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week we'll be watching The Blues Brothers, directed by John Landis, released in 1980. Uh, John Belushi was nicknamed The Black Hole. Uh, because he went through hundreds of pairs of sunglasses during production. He would do a scene and then lose a pair before filming the next. I brought this movie this week. Why? Uh, this was one of many movies that my dad showed me in, like, I don't know, like mid-high school, possibly earlier, possibly later, uh, and just... It was one that he really enjoyed, and, like, he really brought that energy while we watched it, and, like, really lent to me enjoying the whole thing. Uh, and, like, it's a it's a very entertaining movie. Like, John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd are, are excellent comedians. Uh, does anyone else have a personal connection to this film? Yes. Nice. <laughs> um, same, Riveting. Same, if not similar. My dad loved this. Loves Blues Brothers in general. Um, I have uh, a few feet away from me the Blues Brothers soundtrack. Um, we listened to it a lot. Did a lot of car trips. So the three albums were Bruce Willis, Return of Bruno. Um, Fuck yeah. Jimmy Buffett's Greatest Hits and the Blues Brothers soundtrack. <laughs> but yeah, my dad's a big rhythm and blues guy, but mostly like white people doing rhythm and blues hmm. you know like dad blues like 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 ontario has a weird number of like blues and jazz festivals that's like a yeah. very dad rocky kind of blues it's better than my dad i don't know if i'd say better <laughs> equally dad different axis uh all right so, we're showing Tepper the poster for the movie for the first time. Please describe it and tell us what you think the movie's about. Alright, that's a sick right. poster. That is a really good poster. Like, I would frame that and put it on my wall. That looks sleazy. Uh, so, at the top, it says, They'll never get caught. They're on a mission from God. Um, and they're just kind of uh, in a shipyard area looking area. Uh, kind of industrially and in the background is I think that's a police car or just a normal car um, and then there's two very well-dressed gentlemen with uh, in black suits and uh, black sunglasses uh, with white dress shirts underneath and then it says John Blue you forgot their hats <laughs> They're wearing cool black hats. <laughs> um, and then it says cool uh, John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, the Blues Brothers. And then below that, it's like James Brown, 
Cap Calloway, Ray Charles, mm-hmm. just like a bunch of artists. Rated R. Oh, oh radical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For a lot of cursing and, and a lot of dirty jokes. So what's this movie about? Two men on a mission from God. Um, I think I remember... I can't say, like, I have a rough... Like, I, so the only bits I know from this movie are... Um, there's a police chase. Uh, there's the famous line of, like, we got, like, two packs of cigarette, a half tank of gas. Um, I can't remember the rest of it. Uh, and, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what this movie is about. I think I read the back of it a couple years ago because my parents owned it on DVD. Um, but I, I really can't remember. How does hypertime fit in? (laughs) Oh man, is this, uh, is this a sequel? Yep, the eighties sequel to the to the nineties hit Clockstoppers. Yeah, listen, they just went into hyper time, went back in time, made Blues Brothers. I think that's the plot of Blues Brothers two thousand. Actually, <laughs> it's not that far. I, it's not that far. I out. haven't I haven't seen it, so quite possible. Yeah, I don't. basically why i haven't like my dad always has like the weirdest hottest take on every movie like usually the exact opposite of whatever i felt but i remember being a kid and him watching blues brothers 2000 and being like sad (laughs) (laughs) and normally like if i went to him with a movie he'd be like oh it's just a movie you shouldn't you know it's not like it owes you anything but like i remember him watching (laughs) old dan Aykroyd try to do this again and just be like oh no all right we'll see you after the film we got a full tank of gas half a pack of cigarettes it's dark and we're wearing sunglasses hit it and we're back so what did everyone think interesting movie i had a great fucking time that was good that was wild nice that movie's funny that movie's damn funny. I was worried that that was going to be like another Billy Madison situation because I remembered that like they're complete terrible people the whole time. Yeah. But there's oh, there's something they're so likable. They're so weird. They're so we- weird and they walk around weird and they talk weird, but they they're so likable. Yeah. yeah. They're on a mission from God. Also, we yeah. didn't watch Billy Madison on the podcast. We watched Happy Gilmore. Accurate. Uh, before anything, I just want to say this is a slightly different cut than what I'm used to seeing. I only noticed like two things. I I didn't think the police went to Wrigley Field. Did that happen? I remember that scene too, that, that, and I did not see that in this okay, movie. Okay, yeah. So that scene was absent, and then the scene where Elwood quits, as I've never seen before. Uh, and like you agree, you you remember the the police actually yes. going to Wrigley Field, absolutely because they like um, go right onto the field. I'm pretty sure. I don't remember at all the like B story of Elwood has aerosol can powers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like so I guess that's why that scene of him quitting the we put anything into into an aerosol container plant. Yeah, cheese or glue or plot. Yeah. 
tire, juice. tire explosions. Um, yeah, like I, I distinctly remember him like gluing. I remember him gluing the uh, the RV's uh, gas pedal. I maybe remember him like setting up for the police's tires to explode. Yeah, he just has a lot of aerosol cans, and now we know why. And he also just always delivers a can of aerosol cheese to that man who died in that building explosion. That that man is like my hero. Yeah, as soon as I um, saw that character. The character is named the Cheese Whiz. <laughs> <laughs> and the actor's first name is Shotgun. This is all these are all real facts. Wow. Um, yeah, I, yep, I continue to love this movie. It's a little slow after the first chase when they're getting the band back together, but. It, I, I, I was thinking at the end, like, man, uh, Connor could not stop, like, when, when cop cars would just not stop yeah. <laughs> flying out of every direction, like, they kind of need the movie to start s- kind of slow for the payoff of, like, it's such a slow, but, like, really, like, it just builds and builds and builds until everyone in Illinois wants to kill yeah. the movie. Yeah. I just, like, turned to Chris and I'm like, what is happening? And he was like, they're playing GTA. And I was, I just immediately understood what was going on in that scene. <laughs> Unnecessary violence has been authorized for the apprehension of the police. Yeah, brothers. I love that. I love that. Oh. Unnecessary violence. Not excessive force. Unnecessary violence. <laughs> And I like by the end of the movie, there's like an ex-wife, um, a country band, uh, the army, yeah. <laughs> um, a SWAT teams, uh, cops, and Nazis. I absolutely love the SWAT team because every time you see them, they're just like, hut, hut, yeah. Hut, 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 hut. They remind me of like the seagulls from Finding Nemo. Yeah, mine. By the time the army comes in, it's like a cartoon yeah. army. Yeah. Oh. I was expecting yeah. Benihana. Um, yeah, so uh, at the time, this movie held the record for most cars Benny wrecked Hill. in a film uh, at 103. Yeah, because a lot of the car wreck scenes, like, they aren't particularly compelling. They're just like, yeah. watch us make a pile yeah, of cars. Yeah, cars flinging and cars. flying all over the place, crashing into each other. I loved, though, like, under a bridge, just they panned over the scene and it was just cop cars down the entire fucking street yeah, yeah that's together <laughs> yeah oh man what when 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 the cops like made that one huge pile up and then they all started getting out and climbing on top of the cars and shooting, shooting. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the chicago police for you <sighs> yeah because it was just like them and then like 40 police cars and 20 of them ended up in that pile up the constant assassination attempts Yep, by but, Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Good thing she's a bad shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she she has access to presumably money and therefore weapons somehow, but definitely never trained in any in any use of them. Well, you see her, she's just orienting herself. Like, yeah. when we see her at her nail salon, I assume that she owns, yeah. she's reading the manual for that flamethrower. The, the hair salon, curl up and die. <laughs> it's yeah. a good name for a hair salon. Yeah. Um... Yeah, well, I mean, like they also had, they also had, ar- they had uh, armor from God. They couldn't, they couldn't die. As I get the police, apparently. I love the constant repetition of "We're on a mission from God." Yeah, yeah, Dan Aykroyd. Thanks for the ri- reminder, well. Aykroyd. Yeah, we're on a mission from God. 
Gad. Plain white bread toasted. <laughs> yeah. I I love when they go to Ray's uh, music shop and he just pulls out a piece of bread from his suit jacket and yeah. puts it in a toaster. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh. What a treasure. Um yeah. A lot of lot of good a lot of good music. So many cameos. Yeah. And like like above and beyond the musical like the people who are featured in in the movie you know ray charles and um aretha franklin and um john lee hooker and oh fucking cab calloway cab calloway is so great in this he's a really big part too yeah 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 it was it was uh like it was a really good movie uh slow slow start like what we talked about but the payoff wasn't like worth it like just them, gra- like just watching them go around, gradually make enemies with everyone was absolutely hilarious. Um, and just like, just like they're just casual bullshitting in so many different spots. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's just just really good. Like no, no real complaints. The chases were all fun. Yeah, music was was really good. Um, like the, just some of the like. When she blows up their building as the police are getting ready to kick in their door, and then they just walk away. It's like, oh, I gotta get to work. Yeah, that's a wild alarm clock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Woke him up on time for work, though. Just on, just in time to quit. Yeah. Well, I mean, his alarm clock's broken now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he has to I become a priest. I can't keep working. <laughs> My alarm clock destroyed the whole building. It's a whole thing. Yeah, like like I don't I don't know really what to say. Like it's a good movie. Well, for me, it wasn't really like laugh out loud funny, but it was like well crafted and uh, very humorous. There was one joke that I heard you laugh out loud. I can't remember what it was though. It was some, somewhat early on. Oh, both kinds of music, country and western. I do love that one. That, yeah, that is good. Okay, our upstairs neighbors have switched to indoor bowling, it sounds like. Ah, <laughs> uh, classic. Yeah, the people above us do the, like, it just, not even bowling, it just sounds like they pick up heavy things and then just drop them on the fucking ground. Yeah. I think there's, like, two kids that live just above us, too, so. But the two kids aren't usually downstairs, because I think they have, like, half of the second floor, too. Yeah, but it's also, like, the people above us don't have that excuse. They don't have kids. They are kids. You live in a student slum. I wouldn't characterize where we live as a student slum. You live in a student. I mean slum. the neighbor. I mean the neighborhood, not the oh, house. Okay. Like that. I, yeah. I guess a little like compared to like the subdivisions around the university. Oh no, that's like, a real yeah. Slum. Like I call that a student slum. Like like you you guys don't have any holes in your walls no. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is like yeah, where we live is not intended to be a student slum. And if it wasn't for our landlord who owns a third of this block, it wouldn't be a student slum. <laughs> oh, a, a slumlord. Yes. Um, but I mean, like, like the students around this area aren't really... Like, they're not... They're not from the party school, they're from the school school. Or, if they are from the party school, they don't party. Are you talking about yourself, Tepper? <laughs> <laughs> are you trying to talk, tell us something? What am I trying to tell you? Blink once if you're actually not an extrovert. <laughs> it's okay uh, if it's all an act. Uh, <laughs> I have so many helpful memes to tell me about how to deal with you if you're not an oh, extrovert. Oh, God. 
<laughs> I know that I have to give you treats and put up with all your bullshit no matter what. Um, what else? I know that you're inherently better than me. I mean, that goes without saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, I, 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 I would say I'm an extrovert, so I'm not going to blink. Um, Ever again. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, right, student slums. The blues student brothers. slums in the Blues Brothers. Um, they were in real slums in the Blues true. Brothers. Not this this fake stuff. Uh, yeah, like I got, like I I really don't want to say. Like it's just really funny. Uh, the musical acts are excellent. Um, I would say the movies aged well. What's your fi- what? What's the best song? What's your favorite song from this movie for, for a guy that that publicly hates musicals? I uh, um, uh, it was Hooker, J J J Hooker, or my the guy who did uh, the no no uh, sang Boom Boom. Oh, John yeah, John Lee, yeah, 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 yeah. But Boom Boom is uh, I really like that song. So when. When he's saying that, I was like, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to remember that one. That's the one. They aren't involved in it. Oh, right, right. When they, when they're going to the, to the diner. Yeah. 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 That's, that's my favorite in the movie, I think. Uh, I would say second place would be the first, I don't know the name of the song, but it's the first song that they do for their, uh, their show, uh, where the, um, uh, the other guy steps up and sings for them. Because they haven't arrived yet. Oh, that's Minnie the Moocher. That that is okay, Minnie the Moocher. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that one's that, my favorite. I'm 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 on board yeah, with that. It's definitely prob. It's one of my favorites, if not my favorite. Yeah, that was my second favorite song in the movie. What about Connor? Mm, I'm thinking. This is a difficult question. In in the fiction of the movie, we're supposed to pretend they played another like twelve songs, right? Mm. No, they only played three. Well, so the, they the soundtrack, too. the soundtrack album is set up like you are at the show, and and they play like a whole. There's a bunch of songs that aren't in the movie. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, like like with musicals, I always go like for shows like that. It's in this world, all musical acts are like three songs. Oh, okay, yeah. Um. I thought the dancing was fucking. Oh great. yeah, the like, especially for for um, like uh, Dan Aykroyd and and John Belushi who are not dancers. Yeah, like they they did a great job. Yeah, it was it was really good across the board. Like all the choreographed dances and stuff like that, just real good. Is this Tepper admitting he likes musicals? <laughs> no. This just in. Shout the word in the street. <laughs> I didn't say anything about liking musicals now. Tepper loves musicals, his favorite genre. He can't truly love musicals. He hasn't seen Cats yet. <laughs> Although you did say it's not as, like, insane as everyone made it out to be. No, but you would hate it. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Like I, People I, are just whiners. I saw the trailer for that movie, and I'm like, okay, this, this movie's not made for me. Yeah. Like, People are whiners, and also they failed to realize what the actual crazy parts of that movie's, movie were. <laughs> Like, that they gave Idris Elba superpowers. Well, well, I think, like... And they expanded the cat's lore. Like, there was a lot of cat's lore expansion in that movie. They were really free-balling. Well, it's, it's like... 
it's weird for um, normies, basically. So everyone hopped on the so yeah. basically everyone hopped on the bandwagon of like, haha, guys, look how crazy this movie is, and like it was fun, like all those tweets and stuff like that. But yeah, the re- reality is often disappointing, and that's to say the important question: Has the director gone onto Twitter after the fact and expanded the lore even more? This is what we need in the in the modern society. No, I wish Some more lore expansion that no one asked for. Uh, my favorite quote about the Cats movie is, it's an okay, if off-putting, rendition of a meh play. <laughs> <laughs> I was really disappointed by how horny it was. I wanted I it to be hornier. Be... I was told it was... Yeah. I was expecting horny. People told it, me it was way too horny. It, wasn't it was that not. Horny? No. It was... It was... It was... It was normie horny. The same. Oh. Yeah, it was the same horny as seeing cats on stage or seeing the, like, uh, movie version of cats that Connor and I watched when we were kids. Yep. Um, from Broadway. Like, it was... It's, it's a... It's a play about people wearing spandex suits and crawling around like cats. Like, of course it's horny. But it wasn't, like... <laughs> It, was, it wasn't I, more horny. No, no. I'm gonna pull this back to Blues Brothers. Fuck. Which was also not that horny. Accurate. Except for Elwood. Yeah. <laughs> Why does Dan Aykroyd do that in movies? Like he has like like in the last act, he's gotta like. He's flirt. trying to get it. Yeah. You want to smash? He's gotta fuck a ghost. Or 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 stand up, Ziggy, Ziggy, Twiggy, Twiggy. Ziggy is Bob Marley's son. He want to smash. John Belushi gets to kiss Carrie Fisher, and apparently, at some point during this filming, Dan Aykroyd was. What did I say earlier? Engaged. Engaged, Engaged to Carrie Fisher, which evidently didn't go anywhere. Yep. Yep. Not. Not particularly horny. Horny for God. I really like that. Like, you think um, Jake is going to go up and, like, do some, like, macho man speech or something to Carrie Fisher, and then he just starts, like, crying and begging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that was really And then just, like, kisses her and throws her in the dirt. And then yep. walk, runs away. I love his character. Yeah. I want to be him. Only person to see to see his eyes, though, Carrie Fisher. They've got their powerful eyes. That's why he has to keep sunglasses on all the time. But yeah, lots of car chases. Oh, lots, lots of music. So what is their world where they just, like, do crime and blues? Uh, it's similar to Yu-Gi-Oh, but replace the card games with blues. <laughs> with blues music. That is true. Every time they go somewhere and have to convince someone of something, they have to use blues. Holy yeah, shit. They use blues, and if that fails, they have a car chase. Right, they use crime. Damn. Which is also how Yu-Gi-Oh works. Yeah. Accurate. Except sometimes corporate crime. And sometimes just murder. Yes. A type of crime. Shadow Realm ain't shit. Send you to the Shadow Realm with these magical buzzsaws that are going to cut you off at the ankles. Hell yeah. Yep. That's hot. (laughs) I don't think that's hot. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Like that's that's kind of like not okay. I mean, if you get consent. Yeah, don't. What's the odious expression that came up last week at the party that we all hate? Fuck. Uh, don't yuck a yum. 
Yes, don't yuck, don't yuck his yuck. <laughs> oh God, I'd forgotten about that willingly. You guys had to remind me that that's a thing. Never forget. Yes, yuck there's like um. there's the there's the handful of like absurdist scenes sprinkled in throughout. Yeah, like when they off, back often up involving cars. When the Nazis yes. are chasing, they back up and just like the car fucking backflips. <laughs> And then the Nazi car goes like flying into the air and it drops. I, lo- I love that scene. And, and then it's dropping from like 50 yeah. stories. Yeah. I love that scene. I've always loved you. <laughs> right through the pavement. Yeah. Or like when like when they fi- when they finally get out of their car and it just ceases to be. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. It owes them nothing. The Blues Mobile. It too was on a mission from God. <laughs> and now God has reclaimed it. And then like them going up the elevator as all like, well, mil- everything was happening. Military hut, man. It's like Girl from Ipanema is playing. And like oh they're they're they have got uh they've got great chemistry. Like just whenever they're having cas- casual conversations in very non casual situations, particularly car chases when they're just like Pointing out all the new shops that are in the mall. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, Pier 1. They have everything here. I mean, it wasn't in the mall for that long. No. A lot of stores got taken out. I love how the cops just followed them in there. Like, like yeah. not, maybe we shouldn't go plowing through a mall. No, we're plowing through this mall. Well, and They're also, playing like, GTA. Yeah. Because, like, they go through, they enter through a Toys R Us and take out a shelf, and then the next police car takes out a different shelf, and the third one takes out a third shelf for no reason. There's plenty of room at that point. But, I mean, how often do you get to drive through a Toys R Us? Yeah, Tepper, at the start of this, when you said, I know there's a chase, I was like, man, I wonder if he knows that basically this whole movie is is like a protracted chase scene. The only one I saw was the one through the mall. That was... Yeah, because that was that came up when we decided to do this movie like last weekend. Yeah, like, I, the, the car chase and just like, oh, which one? <laughs> yeah, I remember you mentioned there was multiple. Um, but yeah, the the one in the mall was the one I've seen. Yeah, because it's a good chase, but it's like it's just like so tame compared to the. Oh other. yeah, compared to everything else. There's so many good, um, like I like I love when, I love shots where. It will show people and then just pan out a little bit or pan up or sideways or whatever and just reveal an entirely different side to the scene that they're in. Uh, an example of this is the um, when they they their car pulls under the bridge and they get out and they walk and then it goes up and shows cops just fucking everywhere. Yeah. Those are, oh, that's so good. This is such a fucking good movie. Yeah, like really. Uh. I had such a good fucking time. I was like cry laughing at parts. Nice. Mostly the end. Glad where, you enjoyed it. Where I was just like, what is happening? Logic is out the window. There was some logic to this movie before. They just <laughs> threw it away. Unnecessary. The theme from Rawhide. Yeah. Which they played twice yeah. at least. Like that was that was probably like a three or Three plus hour set. Also, like um, the other band when, when were, shows up. Yeah, they sh- after and are mad. <laughs> yeah, it's like we we missed our set entirely. Fuck those guys. 
No, it's like seeing like Mastercraft or Daft Punk or something. Like they don't they don't even hit the stage till like one AM, man. I liked the uh when they started playing at the like country bar and they had beer bottles thrown at them yeah. because the people hated them. And yeah. then they started playing music that people liked and they had beer bottles of affection. There was like thrown at three them. people left in that bar and there were still beer bottles being tossed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Connor, your reaction to the one guy during Stand By Your Man who's like crying, crying, and then he like tries to take a sip of his beer. Like, I love that man. Oh, my heart. Like, first you were kind of laughing at him, and then you and then you made a noise that was only like, "I wish I could hug this man." (laughs) Yeah, they have both kinds of music. Yeah, I, I, re- I feel like, I mean, other than the opening car chase and, like, there's a lot of decent little lines before that. But, like, I, I always find that, like, once uh, Ray Charles' song gets uh, happens, it really starts picking up. Then the band's together. And it's basically just song after song at that point. With the occasional car chase. I want to buy your women. Yeah. That... Is, that, is that racist? Was that a racist accent that he was doing? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Almost certainly. <laughs> but that, that was good. <laughs> How much for the woman? I will buy your 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 wife and your daughters. <laughs> I will buy them. If you don't join the band, we will come here for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day. Sir? Sir? They definitely did not pay their like bill there oh they no. just left they didn't pay anything ever that's kind of the, that's um, kind of their thing so something just occurred to me we have another movie that's like all about chicago and hanging around chicago and that's ferris bueller yep yeah i think that was the same restaurant uh it's definitely not the same front room like the definitely not the same physical place yeah but quite possibly. In my head canon, that's the same restaurant. Makes sense. And and uh, two of those orphanage kids grow up to be the um, guys who joyride the Ferrari. <laughs> oh, man. The, the nun. She was a vampire. Yes. She yes. did not walk, and the door closed automatically. Every that is a that is a strong vampire move. Yes, sister the... sister Mary Stigmata. <laughs> that is a powerful woman. She's just like smacking both of them, breaks the one stick, grabs the other one, and starts. She breaks like her yardstick and then pulls up like a metal switch. Yep. Like she is prepared for this. Let's just take a seat. No, close to the desk. Yeah, they scoot forward. Good movie. Well, and so much of this com- of the comedy of this movie is about like the physical, like physical bits with Dan Aykroyd and 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 John Belushi. Yeah, like even just even just the visual of the two of them. I love that they have their names tattooed on their knuckles. Yeah, I think if I wanted to get a knuckle tattoo and I couldn't fit my name on there, I would change my name. Like <laughs> just. That would drive me crazy to not have it, like, equally distributed. Elwu and Ud. Yeah. 
I guess if you ran out of room, you could keep going on your toe knuckles. <laughs> but then you'd have to wear sandals all the time, and also that doesn't look as tough. Yeah, yeah. It really takes away your crit. It's like the dad version of knuckle tattoos. <laughs> also, just like when you're trying to like look cool by just having your the name displayed even uh, easily, so you have to like have your hands hanging between your feet. Yeah. Sebulba style. We walk in like cavemen now, boys. Show off our toe tattoos. Our tattoos. <laughs> Two toe tattoos? Two toes. I like tattoos. Yeah, tattoos is good. Um what musical about traveling quickly and um nuns and penguins are we gonna do next week? <laughs> um we're on a roll. Cats don't dance. It has at least one of those three things. Well, technically it has two of those things. Different kind of penguin, though. I can't remember if it has moving quickly. Not particularly. It doesn't have a cart. It doesn't have a police chase, unlike the last two movies. But it, I could, it could fill those other pieces. Any other hot takes, thoughts, cool takes? Warm takes. The warmest of takes. Lukewarm takes. Uh, Those Nazis got what they deserved. I thought the Nazis would be larger antagonists. Yeah, I thought they would show up more as well. I liked how they were shown to be like, kind of just like five dudes. Like that, like when they showed up after the army did, they had two station wagons. Yeah, I feel like I feel like after they got drove off the bridge, most of the most of them just turned in their memberships. They're like, no, I didn't know we would be like disliked. I didn't want to become a Nazi to be disliked. I wanted people to <laughs> like me for being a Nazi. Exactly. Weirdly prescient movie. That scene where they get uh, run off the bridge, actually, like, they, it's uh, parodied in the TV show Reboot, which is interesting. Really? Yes. That's amazing. Huh. Yeah, yeah. They have a lot of weird cultural references in Reboot, including that one. Is, is there a Nazi episode of Reboot that I don't remember? Uh, sure. Uh, it's, no, it's, uh, like, it's after, like, because all of Megabyte's, uh, uh, soldiers like they've been reformed but some of them want to go back to being evil and so they're holding a megabyte nazi parade and this police car with two with two guys dressed as the blues brothers just run them off yeah yeah it's a scene reboot like to do things like that like whoever yeah. those little like cube and shape guys are yeah the the bites yeah, they really like to like dress them up for for bits. Yeah, there's an Indiana Jones scene like that, and there's also like Mulder and Scully who show up multiple times. Yep, that was probably where I probably saw that scene before I saw this movie. I definitely did. I think I've seen a single episode of Reboot. All right, we know what we're watching next. <laughs> all of Reboot wow. next episode. <laughs> I mean. Not all of reboot is not that much TV, honestly. It's by today's standards. Yeah, it, it's it's three seasons there that are like, I think between fifteen and twenty two episodes, and they're twenty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we could do that, mm-hmm. and it's good. It's actually quite good. 
Yeah, season one's a little uh, childish, but and like doesn't really know what it's doing. But season two and three, real good stuff. Yeah, so that's what we'll watch in one sitting next time we're here. <laughs> For sure, definitely fits in the podcast. Definitely a movie. Mm-hmm. And then we, and after we watch all of it. Then we record an eight-day podcast. <laughs> I mean, we we could watch one of the two reboot movies, but that would just have no context without watching the show first. So, yeah, I am down uh, to set up like a binge party to like watch reboot at one point, though. Like, mm, fuck, I love that show. It's real good. And then we can watch the Netflix adaption or whatever the fuck. There's a Netflix one. Netflix. There's a there's a lot. There's a live action uh, Power Ranger show. That is, uh, reboot the Guardian Code. Hmm. It's probably very bad. It's, apparently, the last episode. Puzzling. Apparently, the last episode actually has some like real good, like we know you used to love this thing and we destroyed it. Here, here's here's a cake for you, but I haven't seen it. I don't I actually don't know if it was Netflix or not. But anyways, uh, yeah. This was a good movie. We enjoyed. We are bad at about talking it. about it. Well, yeah, it's, like because I mean, it's a good movie. Exactly, it's like, like talking about Back to the Future or whatever. Yeah. like yeah, it's it's great. It's one of the best movies. We all know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing. Like, there's not. There, we don't have a lot to say because it was a good. Time. Uh, Paul Rubens was in there. I don't know if anybody everybody noticed that he was one of the waiters. Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, you pointed oh. that out. Well, you initially yeah. asked me if that was Pee Wee Herman, and I like looked. And I'm like, yep. Yeah, Shaka Khan. Is in um, James Brown's band. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know a lot of names. I thought Paul Schaefer was in this movie too, but I think he's on the album, but he's not in the actual movie. Because I thought I remembered seeing Paul Schaefer in this movie. Who's the um, David Letterman's band leader? Hmm. The father in the restaurant scene's last name is Piazza. It's so close to pizza. Pizza pasta. That's important. Yep. Just looking at the cast, it's just like mother, daughter one, daughter two, daughter three, Nazi, 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 Nazi. (laughs) That's how you know it's a good movie. Orphan, 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 Nazi, Nazi, Nazi. Yep. Lot of, lot of, um, Stunt, uh, stunt people in this. Yeah, so many stunt. Yeah, stunt that makes extras. sense. How many times did the good old boys die? Um. Oh man, when they were laying in the top of that truck, yeah, and it just yeah. flew. Oh, yeah, the, they were dead. That's what I was. I was. I was like, I'm like, rip, good old boys. <laughs> they were paced because, like, I love like they get into it, and you just see four of them looking out of that tiny uh, top window. It's like that sure is safe. Also, I very much forgot that the Bluesmobile just didn't have a back uh, windshield after after their first encounter with them because they got it got shot out. Yeah. Ah, uh, the young guitar thief. Nothing like getting shot at by a blind man. Also, nothing quite like a blind man shooting in his own store. Yeah. Carrie Fisher as Mystery Woman. We got full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and it's time for Tepper's Tops. That was pretty good. Thanks. I like that this I chose not to do a musical transition. <laughs> for this musical <laughs> that we actually liked. Yep. <laughs>
This is going to be tough, not for the tops, but for the other things. Because, like, those orphans were barely in this fucking movie. And who's the villain? Like, I put down every the, cop in Illinois, the army, Nazis, society is um, the an ex-girlfriend. I put down the Blues Brothers as the villain. <laughs> uh, it's probably probably society, though. That seems reasonable. Alright, so for the rating of the movie, I think put it in the number 15 slot. Ooh. Below Black Cauldron, knocking out Top Secret. I was worried that uh, Pi's comments of you liking musicals now was going to corrupt it, corrupt the rating enough. <laughs> you know what, on second thought. <laughs> Put it in the number 40 slot. I threw it to the ground. Uh, <laughs> that uh, We spent the well, entire guess... episode praising it, and he's just like, Put it third from last. You know what? Number thirty nine slides. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have some, wow. we actually have some pretty highly rated musicals. Blues Brothers, not even worth watching. Ferris Bueller, Willy Wonka, Lesky Unicorn, I guess, kind of. Yeah, I would say Ferris Bueller is also a kind of musical, but yeah, that is the number one and number two slot, like with lots of music in it. Yeah, Willy Wonka definitely is. Wild Wild West. I uh, wish it was a musical. <laughs> yeah, they just they ju- they just sing uh, Wicked Wild the whole movie. Fucking give me that. Uh, yeah, and then I guess number nine, Oh Brother. And now Blues Brothers at fifteen. Mm-hmm. In the top five musicals we've watched. Yeah, but all there's a lot of musical concentration also at the bottom of the list. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That... it's e- very equally. <laughs> no, I know that's what, like I was kind of su- I was surprised how many like actually like make it in a decent spot on the list because I was gonna say you know, like... I, at first I'm like, is this the best rated musical? I'm like, oh, not not by a long shot. We've had some very good rated musicals because we've had some good musicals. Yeah. Well, so many kids movies are musicals. Yeah, sadly. Like, maybe half of this list is musicals. I would not be surprised. Yeah, I'd be more willing to not call, like, a lot... I mean, like, Disney movies obviously have lots of music in them. I would call it a Disney movie before calling it a musical, but that's just me. I wouldn't disagree with calling it a musical. But it would not be my first go-to when I think about it. Anyways, uh... Who are the villains? We have many options. Yep. There's everyone that the Blues Brothers uh, has a has a guff with. There's the Blues Brothers. There's everyone who's against God, clearly. Nazis. Yeah, you could just go straight Nazis, but they're not like the major antagonist. The army. SWAT teams. Uh, uh, taxes. Uh, uh, yeah, could just... Taxes are... Societal norms. Yeah, ta- taxes are the villain. Taxes, all right. Yeah. Because everything else mostly comes about because of them trying to get the tax money. Trying to get it legally. There would have been no problem if they could have just gotten the money illegally. Yeah. They would have broke, uh, broken so many less laws if they if they could have just broken one law to get $5,000. They do so much crime so very casually and in a way that gives you the impression that they've done it a lot before. Yeah. 
definitely. Like when Elwood just like punt uses his hat to punch through that window. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I guess that would work. Yeah. So like I love that because they're like, okay, we won't, we won't crime to get five thousand dollars. We will get to five thousand dollars no matter how much crime it takes. <laughs> the money itself will be legal. How we get to that legal part? Mm, Lots of illegal debate. things. That's a very strange version of that's a that's a John McAfee version of the word legal. <laughs> <laughs> I've ever heard one. Gonna get some bodyguards, go into the wilderness and like drink jungle juice. So how villainous is taxes? Number uh, one. <laughs> um, the flawed governmental system and having to pay for it. Everything is theft except theft. Just think about how many of these villains we've had so far have had taxes either as part of their problems or solutions. Think about it. Uh, I think I think it. I'll put it in the twenty-two slot. Ooh, where on earth is that? Mind is... Boys. I don't even know who Mind Boys are. Uh, from Age Mind Cody Boys. Banks, I think? Yeah, Cody Banks. Oh yes, of course the the mind the mind control men. Oh, and, and their dentistry. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and uh, so knocking out the Mind Boys and below. Oh, what's his name? Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin. Yeah. Taxes just aren't very compelling. That's fair. I mean, we could have chosen a more compelling villain. Like, somehow everyone in this, the state of Illinois. We can always go back and change that one. I'll think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a business penguin. Yes. Were they were they business that enough? I mean, I guess we also have, um, uh, what's his name? Curtis. Yes, Curtis. Curtis, but Cab Calloway in real life. Yeah. He, he is pretty business dad to them. He's very dad to them. Yeah, well, I know. You, I mean, like his business. His I guess business was their business is church. So, and they do get them to go to church. Well, like his his business was being the janitor at at, at the church and. Being unintentionally a father to them. Yeah. I'm fine with either of these. Or neither. I think... Mm, I don't know if there is a business dad in this. Yeah. Like, nobody really does. Yeah, let's not shoehorn it. Like, there's there's business-like... Business dad-like people, but not true business dads. But he told us about back when he used to business and dad them. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Uh, never in the glory. Is it Carrie Fisher with a lot of weapons? <sighs> That's so. I was wondering about that. Or is it Elwood and Jake? The I orphans? think it's Carrie Fisher. Or is it the 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 guy with the mustache who never talks, who plays the saxophone? I'm throwing my dick down on Carrie Fisher. I mean, we all want to do that. Hell yeah, we do. Um, or is it? The Nazis, so we can so we can have a bunch of punk lesbians beat up the Nazis. Let's not force it. <laughs> I was gonna say let's not put the chipmunks and chipettes. Let's not give the chipmunks and chipettes the opportunity to side with Nazis because we all know what they'll do. <laughs> now you're making me want to throw my vote for the Nazis just to see that team up. Clipped, Shauna, Shauna. <laughs> 
Shut up, cut that out, cut that out. <laughs> I need that. I need that as my ringtone. <laughs> uh, maybe the orphans. No, the orphans are barely okay. in it. It's care. It let let's do care. Yeah, care. yeah, yeah. She's I'm got down. so many weapons. Yeah, and is not particularly apt at using them. But maybe it's also God's fault. Carrie Fisher can team up with the Nazis. <laughs> if we watch another movie with Nazis in it, sure. She um, she like learned to shoot from stormtroopers, I guess, which is the same place where the cops in this movie learned to drive and shoot too. They never hit them either. They don't do much shoot. The 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 country band and the Nazis do a lot more shooting. I mean, the the Chicago police do the most shooting overall when twenty police officers just start start shooting at a car that's already that, around a corner. That's already like yeah, that's <laughs> very far away and through a building. They were. They all seemed stressed. It seemed like the the police and army needed to blow off some steam. Yeah. Oh man, Tepper! Another example of uh, these uh, kind of visual gags where they pan yeah. out, uh, and you realize what's going on in the scene when they're in the steam room with the booking agent. Oh, yes! Oh, yes, and it pans out the, the whole that. rest of the band. Yeah, is there. That was so also, good. Also, they're just wearing their sunglasses and hats while while in the steam room. Yes. Yeah, just come on, let's go, guys. Just all sitting there in silence. I do love just like the. Uh, dishwasher this the guy on saxophone just like awkwardly sitting there as that like marriage falls apart and he's just like uh (laughs) yeah awkwardly sitting there as that marriage falls apart until it's time to blow the saxophone (laughs) and then he's like on the bar having a great well he does that but then when he's when the the husband just like leaves and he's just sitting there awkwardly and she's just like well go get (laughs) and he's like oh okay yeah, they're not getting back together. He's in jail for some reason. That was another thing you asked me, Connor. Why are they in jail? Yeah, why is the yeah. rest the of the band, band in jail? jail? What uh, they so do they can, so they can keep practicing because they got a because they've got a uh, they they have a contract now. Oh yeah, from Deus Ex Machina, uh, Money Man. Yeah. Hello, I come from Music Moneyland. Here is all the money you need. Yeah, well, I mean, God said I can up. deliver it to anyone you want except the MacGuffin place. Mm-hmm. It needed to be there in the morning. And it was their mission, not his. They were on a mission from Gad. Yeah, which is why this this man from God showed up with the money they needed instead of, you know, God just sorting those things out himself. Gotta test that faith. I don't know who that guy was, but it seemed like they were like, fuck, we already had John Candy be something in the movie. Yeah. Give me another John Candy. It would have been like, yeah, you could have just been like, it's just like, I'm I'm John Candy's brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been so good. He got into he got into cops, I got into music. Let's make a deal. Yeah, I don't know if we want to talk about people being replaced by their brothers. That's kind of a sore subject for uh this this canon. I don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. Jim 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 Belushi? Blues Brothers 2000? Oh. Again, we haven't seen it, so uh, or is it John Goodman in that? Oh. I know Jim Belushi tried to do some kind of Blues Brothers thing because, yeah, I don't know. I don't need to make fun of Jim Belushi. The world does enough of that. <laughs> what has Jim Belushi done? Like a bad sitcom, and that's about okay. it. Wait, there was an animated series. 
Oh, it, Blues Brothers animated series? Never, never aired. Whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, featuring Elwood, played by Peter Aykroyd, and Jake by Jim Belushi. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> When when was this? It was the year before Blues Brothers 2000. Holy oh, shit. Wow. Just wait. There's going to be, like, in three years, there's going to be a uh, Seth Rogen Channing Tatum reboot. That sounds cursed. It really does, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, like no. Please, please stop killing things. Um, it looks like Blues Brothers 2000 just doesn't even have a Jake... So it's just a singular blues brother. No, I think John Goodman's in it, and also there's a magic orphan. I mean, if I'm remembering, according to IMDb's list of cast, nobody plays Jake Jake uh, Blues. Yeah, no, he's dead. Oh, okay, sure. He's he's dead in the Blues Brothers canon. The all I remember from that movie really, I remember a couple of the songs, and I remember at the start they. it's like a parallel to the scene from the start of this movie, but it's Elwood getting out of prison. Yeah. But nobody shows up to pick him up because Jake's dead. Yeah, there there is Walter uh, Levine is uh, credited as the same guard as the prison guard in this movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Mother Mary Stigmata is back, and, and so is Dan Aykroyd, and nobody else. Not even the Cheese Whiz. Well, I mean... He, Carrie Fisher killed him. Oh, in real life? Yep. Not in the movie, either. Oh, this one has a bunch of Russian thugs. There's apparently eight episodes of of this unaired TV series. How do I get it? Where do I find it? Weird. Uh, yeah, so that's the Tepper's Tops. And some related, uh off-topic discussion some trivia we can start wrapping this up with our ratings oh shit yep i always forget this part mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i give this uh eight bars out of the blues i i give this one jake out of jail i give this movie one mission from god out of one okay there's one really good one left that nobody took. Tell me what it is. <laughs> DM it to him. I'm, that's exactly Slide what I'm Slide into right those now. DMs. Post feet. Ah, that is a good one. Do something else. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll give I'll give this movie some plain plain white bread toasted and four fried chickens and a coke out of the entire police department of the state of illinois all right uh as always i've been your host ivan i'm chris i'm connor and i'm tepper i was yawning (laughs) oh sleepy boy (laughs) that was so characteristic (laughs) (laughs) do you want to take that one again are you no leave it in (laughs) We're doing it live. <laughs> Let them know the truth. What? That I'm tired all the time? He's a sleepy guy. Well, we were partying. We, yeah. were, we were just ripping it up. We were 
Oh, we're so wasted, man. And a special thanks to 8 Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description.